0: Mm-hmm. get this over with. I, uh, what's up? What's up? Let's, are we doing this? Let's, let's do this. It's me. It's this old doctor. I'm here. And I just really can't be, can't be arsed. That's um, my line.
1: Stop stealing my lies, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not no, British. No, no. You can't use, um, you can't use the, you know, the Queen's language.
0: Um, listen, don't be so gatekeepy and exclusionary. Yeah, okay.
1: no, that's the responsibility of the show, actually,
0: to be fair. As in <laughs> Sherlock itself. Uh, okay, well, let me let me uh, walk back a little bit here and just say, Hello, friends, ladies, gentlemen, and envies, Welcome to Second Stream. It is Kabukicho Sherlock, the final, where we'll be covering episodes 11 and 12, and then jumping off this train with uh great relish uh i'm the subtle doctor as i said and alongside is the hardest working man in pod business raring to go after our uh winter break it is Shaddai. hello everyone
1: a very happy new year to you all unless you are the writers of computer show sherlock in which case kiss my ass <laughs> yeah, totally i mean i mean, I mean the wolf. Uh, here's the thing right over the over the christmas period and new year like you know people like me we like to indulge in getting very drunk you know eating well and all that and I swear, like, you know, in my long Christmas period, like, if I was to describe Show* Sherlock episode 11 in particular as anything that happened to me, it'd be like someone slipping something in my drink, because I'm still feeling, like, poisoned Mm -hmm. from watching this turgid fucking
0: abomination. Ugh, I... (laughs) That's exactly how I feel. I I was going to say that the experience of it was like, in the first couple minutes, it felt like, okay, I'm sort of watching a kind of normalish, annoying episode, and then I fell asleep and dreamed like a nightmare of how how the rest of it went. Yeah, this
1: is, like, watching episode 11 is like deliberately giving yourself a roofie. It's just awful. Absolutely awful. In fact, I'll just come out and say it right now. Episode 11 of Kabuki Show Sherlock is the single worst episode of any anime I have watched in 2019. That includes Shield Hero, by the way. That Holy that Lord. is not a, a statement Cow. I make lightly. <laughs> now, I will I wow, will say though yeah. that since this is our final episode, Kabuki Show Sherlock is not the worst anime I've seen in 2019. That does go to Shield Hero because Shield Hero yeah, is relentlessly the... awful and relentlessly lazy whereas Kabucho sherlock get in here shield yeah. hero it's okay you haven't we're not excluding you come no you don't get off scot free either, motherfucker. Take the, yep. but like mm-hmm. kabuto sherlock like has it's been okay at parts like when like you know whoever the transphobic wanker is that does the writing like is you know restrained and moved away from the writing uh, of the show it's <laughs> it's okay it's, it's acceptable it's never it's not like you know bad
0: those times throwing him like a like an alt-right dog treat yeah,
1: oh god yeah <laughs> you
0: know, get him away just from put, the right just put him in
1: front of youtube um so no i i do believe though this is the single worst episode of any anime i've seen in 2019 by a little bit of a margin mm. as well like yeah sure shield hero had singularly awful episodes like relative for the, its own like brand of like you know insipid like Oh fucking! I'm not going to talk about. It. Just go li- go listen to my 55 minute diatribe on yep. that. Don't. I'm not going to repeat myself over that. But this episode is, save for maybe the opening like minute or like be- pre-opening stuff, I would say, it is unrelentingly terrible in every respect, save for its animation and its audio. Like. I, I cannot think of a single way in which this episode was written that does not make me want to grind my teeth into a fine powder and watch as, like, I bleed out as, like, you know, the dust from, like, my molars just fades off into the wind. It's... I mean... I mean, concept warning ahead of time, folks. Uh, we are going to be discussing our old favourite, you know, topic of this show, the transphobic elements, in great detail. But...
0: That old chestnut?
1: Yeah, that old chestnut. We're going to be bringing great. that back with a vengeance and, you know, taking out behind the shed and shooting it with a shotgun as it deserves. Mm-hmm. But I need to also point out that there's so much else about this episode that is just bad because it's just badly written and stupid in of its own right, regardless of the transphobic elements. So I'm going to be covering that before we actually then dive into the, you know, the toxic core of the whole thing, you know, the radioactive spillage that
0: is... <laughs> the, the molten, yeah, the, festering, the, the Chernobyl reactor, rotting... you know, number four. Yeah, the Chernobyl reactor, right. Can I just say, though, before we get into it, uh, I have similar sentiments to you. I like did not watch Shield Hero, so I sort of can't compare it to that. But you made a wise move. I think, yeah, right, yeah. Bullet dodged. Um, I think the last time I was super angry on on Pod and certainly on second stream was episode eight of Given uh, in the summertime early. Oh autumn. yeah, um, and, and that was um. That, that really got me, but I definitely am more angry about this because this feels less like uh, a crime of omission and insensitivity <laughs> or ignorance and more like just plain old, you know, uh, grade A, corn-fed, uh, Japan-bred, <laughs> in this case, cruelty. Yep. Um, a thousand percent. Yep. Uh just malicious yes. this episode is and so fine. i yeah. hate it way more and i think like the I, I, probably franks uh if not like you know the old standbys of elfin lead and and phantom um and, and those shows actually i think are probably um so if you take out like abstract out the shitty beliefs and cruelty and stuff like that and just look at like the writing in the abstract and like how much sense things make and things like that. I think those shows are probably worse than Sherlock. Like on the whole, no Sherlock is really bad. But like at least on some level, like it sort of makes sense some of the time. Even though it's it really does shitty things to its characters. Like um it doesn't do like the narrative suicide that uh fucking Phantom did at the end. <laughs> but uh but but it it is like way more repugnant And way less fun uh to talk about and be mad about um it's really fun to be mad at phantom because it's incompetent that's the thing like they they were trying to write a serious story
1: whereas in sherlock like i honestly get the impression that the people were right who were writing this were also co-offering fucking bathroom bills in the u.s there that that is that is their agenda it
0: really did yeah it really did feel like frank's uh in in that sort of way um and less sort of like, you know, Frank's was very much like a, like from a political pulpit, like, people of Japan, pan, 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 make, make, make traditional, no families, please. And this is just more like a guy just being like, man, fuck you, queer people, for some reason, you're the worst, and you need to have like, the heel of my boot ground down into you. Like, oh, it's just, it's so bad. It makes me so angry. And I think we should probably say, like, we're going to spend the bulk of our time talking about episode 11. Oh, episode 12 is not because... even on my radar. Like, I'll, I'll just yeah. point out
1: ahead of time, folks. Like, the only time I'm going to talk about episode 12 in this discussion is only in relation to the events of episode 11. Because obviously mm-hmm. it's like an immediate follow up. That's fine. Like, but the actual events of episode 12, in of itself, I could not give less of a deep fried shit about.
0: <laughs> Very little happens. I mean,. You know, there's a, a cat chase that, at this point, like, I have no kind of goodwill to laugh at it, so the comedy just is a totally flat for me in 12, and okay, yay, like, Sherlock and Watson are officially a couple now. Like,
1: that's... Who gives great. a flying
0: fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I, I, know. Don't, I don't care. I really do not. Like, even yeah. beyond just the fact that, oh, Sherlock and Watson start working together, like, which is in of itself the most predictable thing one can do with the Mythos. (laughs) Also, Moriarty's turning evil. This is why I also don't give a shit about him anymore, because what a surprise. Uh, What what else do you want? Like, you don't even have, like, a narrative thread to take us from episode 12 into the second course.
0: Here's the thread from episode 11, is everyone is still sort of... Cringe, reacting to Miss Hudson.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. The I only, only thread the uh, only Fred the episode twelve tapes. gives me is the you know the noose I want to use to hang myself after watching <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Um. So before we, before we okay. begin, I need to get some declarative statements out of the way because we are going to be covering sensitive subject matter here about transphobia, and obviously we need to re-step... Stab- oh wait, Sorry, go
0: on. One more thing. You were right. Shadon was right. <laughs> like, uh, because. You know, if if you missed our our previous discussions, um A, I don't blame you in a lot of ways for not wanting to engage with the show. Yeah. <laughs> but B, what I'm uh getting at specifically is Shadon was um like a bulldog with uh his thesis that the show was at its core, transphobic and advancing a transphobic agenda. And I was Kind of in a sort of charitable way, trying to interpret it differently, trying to find outs, trying to downplay it a little bit, if if for no other reason than to enhance people's enjoyment of it and and give them like an alternate lens to look and at. That's the always show welcome, uh, and myself too, because like, I mean, who wants to? I don't know. It's just unpleasant in in a lot of ways. Otherwise, but like. But this episode, the mask is decidedly off. The mask is once again off. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, unfiltered uh, hate boner city.
1: Yep, I don't like to be right, right about this kind of stuff, by the way, folks. I take no joy in correctly assessing something as being transphobic, homophobic, racist, etc., etc. Uh, by the way... Um, I was going to mention some decorative same so i get one out of the way now that I hadn't thought of, but you've now prompted me to bring up if you feel differently than we do and you don't think it is then well hey fair enough more power to you uh, mm-hmm, I will vehemently mm-hmm. disagree but as long as you yourself are not you know being transphobic by you know disagreeing about my views on it then hey fair play to you that's all the more power to you if you actually ultimately yeah. enjoyed it yeah. um,
0: I think there's a, a person in our discord who is super into the show they discovered it Later, Mm -hmm. and they quite like it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I I would, and, and you know, with earlier on in the show, Vergalia, uh, kind of had a a nice counterpoint to a lot of the stuff we were saying that was interesting. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, totally with you if you are able to watch this show and kind of not get what we got and, and view it differently. Um, I'm envious of you.
1: Likewise, very, very <laughs> much so. Believe me, I don't come into shows wanting to hate them. And I certainly don't, you know, I mean, spoilers for when we get talking about it, actually on the air. But I recently, of course, watched Aizuka in episode one and I fucking love that show. I am immediately entranced by it and enraptured by it. That's the kind of stuff I would talk about all the time, where not for the fact that I'm a colossal moron who does occasionally, you know, watch bad shit. Uh, but at the same time, you know, bad shit should not be ignored for the sake of it you know, we need to often cast light yeah. onto the awful things as well. Right, so Declan's just statements. Let's get these out of the way first and foremost. <clears throat> so, we are of course going to be covering the transphobic elements of episode 11, of which they are significant and unavoidable, and I would argue as prominent as the mm-hmm. fucking full moon in a night sky. So, yeah, that's yeah. going to be happening, but we need to know, of course, our own credentials. And I'm going to speak for Doc on this behalf, because I know he's going to trust me so Me and him are her. So, We are inherently incapable, I would argue, to a certain extent, of properly articulating and understanding a transphobic... You know, viewpoint breaking it down relative to someone who actually is trans who could better understand it i mean for christ's sake you know i as a white person can't say you know that i've ever experienced racism so how could i you know while knowing of course that it is wrong morally ethically and intellectually how could i ever articulate on the same level as someone who has experienced racism first time because they are black or because they are asian etc etc you know you get the point basically but i'm pointing out nonetheless just to make sure that you're aware we're no one special Mm -hmm. and I will find it and put it at the end of the actual uh, podcast or indeed actually in the uh, patron post this will go into. Uh, Blinkaji. Uh, shout out to Blinkaji, by the way for being a, a sound dude. Uh, he actually links us a review I believe from a trans uh, anime fan of this episode which was similarly scathing. So in all honesty you might want to just turn the podcast off and go read that instead. We'll wait. We'll... Yeah from uh, o- OtoQuest. Yes. Um... We'll... we'll be very patient. Yeah. You can come back later. Mm-hmm. So yes there's that um, god what else was I going to say something else is on my mind I'm sure it'll come to me later but yeah that's the main thing I want to yeah. get across basically that you know
0: we're no one special I would rather that you actually listen <laughs> one would one would argue that we are special and that we are least qualified in some ways to talk about this sort of uh. stuff but um, you know we have a perspective uh-huh. and there are perspectives that are a lot uh more kind of closer Mm -hmm. to the material a lot more that have experience direct experience with it and are going to not be blinded by a lot of the stuff we are blinded by because of the way that we have lived and grown up and and our biases are going to be different all that sort of stuff so just keep that in mind Mm -hmm. that uh in the same kind of vein as it's okay if you have a different opinion um It's cool if, like, you are uh, an LGBTQ person and you're like, hey, you guys uh, missed the point of this or you didn't think of this or, you know, and we're apt to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Like you said, because of who we are and we just want to, yeah, put that out there that we're by no means, as you said, authorities on the matter, Mm -hmm. uh, but we still want to uh criticize it because it's some shit it is and i've got some hot shit it is
1: some it's like i said to you off cast before dot this is basically like you know the uh ocean plastic trash island of anime at this point it's just Fucking diabolical. Uh, And I have remembered well, so I was going to say. So because this is our second stream format and you person listening may potentially have not come across our regular live streams, you may could very well be listening to this in a vacuum. We don't provide full context in this particular um, setup here, this particular format of a given show's episode. We don't go through the whole plot from start to finish and then start, like, mouthing off our points. We will go straight in. But we do need to provide the key context uh, and also some definitions, first and foremost, that you and I are going to agree on live on air now, Doc. So, oh boy, first things first, we need to re- give the big reveal. Uh, Jack the Ripper, it turns out, is Maki. So, yeah. swerve. There's the swerve. If you did see that coming, well... I don't blame you because I sure as shit didn't. Because this has been no, very badly, no way. badly set up by the show in this whole run. But that's that's <laughs> not the point. Now, because this show, then you could probably see where this is all going with the transphobic stuff.
0: You know, well, oh, sorry, I, um, what? in a way that is uh, a little bit meta, I guess. Uh, um, I see. Wait, I immediately know what you're going to say with this. It is sort of foreshadowed by the show in that, like, not by the events of the plot. But if if <laughs> if you were just gonna like guess who do these writers wanna pin this heinous crime mm-hmm. on, uh it would be pretty logical to be like, you know what? How about one of the trans women that frequents the pipe cab bar? Mm-hmm. It doesn't like them very much, this show.
1: Yep. You're you're right. And indeed it's also kind of appropriate that the show itself in the big reveal of Jack the Rip would also reveal itself for the, you know, fucking
0: crime that it is. So hey. I wish I had some of the peyote that Kyogoku was on. Oh, I'm I'm honestly
1: surprised I'm literally not doing this while sniffing glue. But, well, needs be as needs must, I suppose. So, okay, here's the thing, right? Um, I had mentioned way back in episode one that I had problems with the toe of the show based on the graphic nature of the murders in question, and I still do. That's not changed. In fact, that's actually been made worse given how it relates to Marky in question. Oh, Lord. so yeah. i need to put some things out there first so people don't misunderstand me as we go along i will not at any point defend what maki has done as a character not in the fucking slightest none of it hell i was already annoyed at how she was portrayed previously with how you know she was treating Kyoko, and indeed now we understand the full plan behind that you know mm-hmm. as opposed to her simply just you know milking him for his money So, no, you will not hear me defend that in any way, shape, or form, nor will you hear me then provide a butt at the end of this. I am not, however, going to indulge in the same practices as show by then starting to do things like misgendering. So I'm going to just lay out on the table right now. I'm going to refer to Marky as she and Marky's as rather than Jack, just so at least we're keeping this consistent.
0: For sure. Uh, Don't... uh... Don't be like
1: Sherlock. Yeah, I'm Constance gonna yeah gender. by actually you know doing this, I'm putting more effort in than the show's writers did. Although then again, that presumes that it wasn't their intent in the first
0: place. And indeed, I do believe it was, as I will explain later. So- well, Watson at least didn't do it. They they very much <laughs> demonstrated the ability that certain characters are able to not do that. But I am ninety nine percent with all the truth. The man yeah. with all the fucking the right perspective on everything. He knows. Uh, he knows am, that she has male genitals, so she's a he.
1: I am 99% certain that in episode nine, Watson was actually confused
0: about which pronouns to use. He was, he was. But then there was a part in 11 where- Also, he was always and, been and, like, and, oh, and and this Mrs. Is,
1: Hudson's going to violate my person.
0: I know. Well, oh God, no, I'm not defending him like the, as a character in this. I just mean he correctly gendered Maki in- pronoun well even the broken clock is right twice episode. a day
1: doc so there you go
0: i <laughs> know no, no this is nothing to do with watson i'm just saying the show knows what it's about oh it... <laughs> sherlock is doing that it's like a chocolate boxers transphobia great yes I'd, so I'd
1: rather true. eat you know the linda collection of you know flesh-eating beetles and scarabs fucking marvelous
0: mm-hmm. well and and like you say all the time though like uh, uh, if they were to put it to um some sort of Use, you know, I will get to that as well. You know, it's not like out of bounds, right? It's like we're totally okay with scummy, you know, uh, bigoted characters in a show. It's not like, well, I can't watch anything that doesn't agree with my perspective. That's not where we're coming from. Oh, absolutely. It's more like the the,
1: the key thing this is just the the key thing with that. This
0: is the show's belief, yes, this is what it is advocating. This is its. It is a view
1: it endorses, and that's why I mentioned Shield Hero before, because Shield Hero has its own, like, viewpoints and perspectives on, like, you know, how to treat other people and, like, women, etc., and all that. So, it tacitly endorses those, and it's much the same as Sherlock does. And, indeed, you actually hit the nail on the head of one of the big points I'll make later, which is that Sherlock, providing all of the awful shit that is said, that is transphobic, that makes it even worse. But we'll get to that later, because we need to kind of keep this segmented for reasons I'll get into in a moment. Okay. So... Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll do due diligence on this, but don't mistake, you know, any of the stuff I'm going to say, like, as being in defense of Mackie's actions, because absolutely not. No way. Doesn't matter who you are. Like, doing the things that she did? F- fuck's sake. I mean, I'll I'll be blunt here, and I'll b- put my cards on the table, because, like, again, spoilers for context, Moriarty kills her at the end. If I were in Moriarty's shoes, I probably would have done the same, to be quite honest. And he's got more excuses
0: mm. than I have, given his age and all that. So, I can't... I don't think you need to... You don't need to, like, say, like, you don't endorse... I don't think anybody endorses... No one endorses what Maki did, sure.
1: No, but at the same time, we're going to also then, you know, like, be tearing down the transphobic nature in which she is treated, and obviously the answer that some people might might have is, well, she deserves it, because, hey... I see. I see recovery. Which is, well... There are many, many different ways one can, you know, go about these kind of things, and that is certainly not the mm-hmm. way to do it, especially not the way Sherlock does it. And I'm talking about the show, by the way, not just the character. Ball we'll against that. So, okay, I'm going to start because we need to talk firstly about everything that's wrong with the episode that's not inherently about the transphobia. So, Gyoku, um, you know, he is obviously, you know, knocked out by Irene and found to have been drugged by. What is some kind of magic mushroom, if I remember correctly, that works like LSD? KOT. KOC, that's the stuff, yeah. Yeah, And that's the stuff. That's the, oh, it is the stuff. It's what I'll be having after this. I'll be downing an entire bag like it's, you know, uh, popcorn. Om nom 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 <laughs> nom. Yum. It is my medicine after watching this Please show. pass the pipe to I'm the going ex- to exceed my recommended daily usage. Let's put it that way. Um, so, after all that happens, uh, and oh, by the way, just as a small nitpick, uh... Do you recall at any point them explaining how Irene, like, pretended she was a ghost? Because, yeah, Irene's not dead, of course. Oh my god. I don't think that they <laughs> did. No, of course they fucking <laughs> did, because <laughs> it's too stupid! You can't, like, I mean, come on, couldn't they have done this any... Look, I'm not even going to dwell it, because it's, we've
0: got bigger... Can I say Go something? On. Like, the the most fun I've had with the show, maybe ever, in its run time is... I was listening this earlier this morning back to episode 10, and <laughs> And we were talking about (laughs) patrons, Uh, you know, voting for it or not voting for it. And I was saying, you know, it kind of probably doesn't stand a chance, but you could hold a you could hold a meeting, a members only meeting (laughs) to to try to convince people to change their votes. And you said (laughs) that you couldn't believe Sherlock fans would meet in the open air. (laughs) So I mean, honestly, that all it's like the funding. I mean, that that like, just sounds to me on... like
1: it sounds to me like some secret society of supervillain shit. If you were to vote for us to continue watching this fucking like, catastrophe.
0: On the episode itself, I um, it sounds like I no sold you because like I just kind of keep moving without laughing. But I think I just didn't process what you said because while I was going to buy cough drops, is just hysterically laughing at that comment. That's the funnest I've had with the show. Um, uh, and you reminded me of it when you talked about Irene as a ghost, because that was the major plot point from that episode. Yeah, so they don't explain that, even though they
1: really should. Because, I mean, you think I'm being pedantic here? Explaining in great detail how capers are pulled off is part of how Sherlock as a mythos yeah. works. Yeah. Um, pfft, whatever, fuck it. That's not even like the biggest fish. That's like a fucking like, minnow. In terms of all the fish we have to fry here, the biggest fish was
0: sitting across uh, from Moriarty, uh, and it was and scene. it was tattered and torn up, <laughs>
1: just like this show. Ho ho ho! Yeah. How funny I oh, am! Oh, this is this is the point by where you gradually start to notice my tone harden and I start to get more and more angry. Yeah, we're gonna have another one of those episodes again. All right. Mm-hmm. So after Sherlock basically figures everything out, but does, obviously doesn't reveal it to his friend. Why decides to do? And I this astounded me even before I realised who Jack was. Um, is that he decides to hold a RackaGo explanation in the Pipecat Bar in front of everyone to reveal Jack's identity? And there are so many things that I hate about this. There are so <laughs> many things that make my piss boil about this whole setup. Now, I had explained in previously in one of our episodes that the idea of like you know RackaGo like being used to show off how smart Sherlock is. That annoys me, but I don't mind it so much when they start tearing him down or interrupting him. But this is taken to the nth degree. He has literally got every single detective and even the kids to come and watch him do this, like as his big proud moment revealing who Jack is. Like, fuck off! Fuck right off! <laughs> but even beyond the ego element, even beyond that and how much it just makes me want to punch him, it's also, like, completely idiotic because they know who the killer is but they haven't already captured them before doing this. Uh, yeah. How How did yeah. they know? I mean, are you yeah. are you willing to tell me, listener at home, that Sherlock is so smart, so unstoppable, so mentally powerful, that he knew exactly where Mackie would go to after Mackie, of course, realises that the game is up and tries to make for the wall and, you know, cuts to the other side, that he was able to turn up in time with Watson in tow? No! Piss off!
0: You... Bullshit! You know... I'm so happy you brought this up because, uh, not three days ago, I read a similar scene that pulled this off quite well. Are you familiar with the Vertigo comic, Fables? No. Okay, so are you familiar with the Telltale video game, The Wolf Among Us? Uh, yes. Okay, so it's based on that comic book, and, uh... The premise is that all the fairy tale creatures were driven out of all their lands into the mundane normal world that we all live in by an apocalyptic event, but they have to um, blend in because of certain laws and stuff like that. So they all kind of have human disguise. Uh, And the main detective, Big B. Wolf, yes, Big B. Wolf, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. it's great. Uh, He's solving uh, a crime and he does a similar thing where um, at a big party and raffle, he sort of... Everyone knows about this crime and he calls them all into a room because he's like, I'm going to solve it for you because this is the stuff detectives dream of is to have our parlor scene like an Agatha Christie novel. And it works there because A, the writers have like a good sense of humor. They're not fucking morons. Um, and also the crime... It turns out like that the victim is not dead. She was faking her own death. And so no one really needed to be arrested. There was no element of danger. It was just sort of like revealing what was going through her head. And so given all that, that scene is really funny and makes a lot of sense and doesn't really have... Um, d- doesn't sort of defy logic and good sense in the way that this scene does in Sherlock. Yeah. I, I mean... If you're, again,
1: the answers that you'll give there, an explanation, oh, he knew ahead of time where she would go, et etc. et cetera, Like that only makes it worse. There's a point in which Sherlock yep. stops being comprehensible as like, you know, this polymath and he starts just becoming like a god. And that really is <laughs> what this entire episode feels like to me. Just like, look at how amazing Sherlock is and how right he is in every respect. And even as I say, without the transphobic elements, he isn't, he's a fucking moron. And on top of that, there's a third thing. So, let's consider Kyogu for this. Like, Yu Narakami, whatever his name is, right? Now, I didn't really care for him, period, to be quite honest. He's an asshole. He is. So, but but yeah. let's be clear in this, right? He is also a victim in all of this. Because he was drugged by Maki, and then, you know, I don't, I'll call it gaslighting, because that's basically what it is. gaslighting to try to get the USB drive from Watson. Mm-hmm. he is i would argue a victim of circumstance like okay maybe you want to push like you know that he did try to like stab watson like you know when he was drugged up whatever but it's clear that he himself has been you know manipulated Total. so how is it fair or reasonable for him to be trusted and tied and put on display as part of the rack you know thing fuck you sherlock you piece of shit you this <laughs> poor fucking guy like you know, I mean, I know the shows treat them as a joke, but that doesn't mean the characters need to go so far as to fucking humiliate him by putting him on display when he's done
0: really like the most minor of things compared yeah. to. I know.
1: It, I, I absolutely.
0: It really is. It really the only reason is Sherlock wants to like, deepen yeah. the like surprise. You know what I mean? Like, actually, it's not this guy. I made you think it was so much that I cuffed him and all. Like, it's such garbage. Really I, I
1: hated that so much. Like I shouldn't even need to explain it any further. I really don't. Like it's yeah. it just simply is a appalling way to treat someone who's been who's been manipulated. <laughs> Again, it just makes
0: me think of that scene in Fables because the characters themselves in that scene are just like yo Bigby, what the fuck man? <laughs> like, can you get on with it? <laughs> like can you you know and but everyone is like uh oh Sherlock we are we're enraptured. We're like your, your audience, captive in the palm of your hand, and God, you're so right. You're so fucking smart.
1: <laughs> I know. I, this is this is leaning into like Gattis level of like you know, and <laughs> Stephen Moffat level of Sherlock mythologizing and worshipping. Except it actually is, goes beyond that. I would argue because this is where the Rackago element actually poisons like the show's own like construction. And just makes it like unpalpable to me because it serves more as an ego thing now rather than a method of explanation that's creative and interesting. It serves basically to, you know, have him show off to everyone how smart he is. And I'm just like I could not give two deep fried shits about that. Kindly fuck off. Alright, so those are my points that are about the bad elements of the of the lead up to, like, you know, the reveal um, in which, of course, Mackie ducks out uh, that aren't to do with the transphobia. And the rest of it is going to be about the transphobia. So, uh, since we don't have anything else to add on the the stuff that doesn't involve the transphobia, let's uh, let's dive into that wonderful subject. Let's you know, just you know, plug our noses and just go right into the fecal swamp that it is. Okay, before we do that, though, before we do that, though, you and I need to have a discussion about what transphobia is, and I know that sounds daft. Okay but there's a reason I, I've been thinking a lot on this because I, I think it speaks specifically to why I find everything that's happened with this whole plot line so offensive. So, Doc, uh, just ahead of time while I discuss this, tell me if at any point I'm talking out my ass. I mean, you should really have really been doing that ever since we started the podcast, but I'm just reminding you of your, <laughs> you know, God-given right to do so. All right. Now, again, just to reiterate, folks, I'm a cisset dude, so I probably am going to be talking complete non spice, but to me, like, let's start with homophobia, right? homophobia, to me, I think, in part, but not entirely, is a fear of, how should we say, like unwanted advances from someone of the same sex, something that you wouldn't be able to reciprocate. I and mean, if you, for example, got an unwanted advance from someone you were attracted to, say if you were a heterosexual person, and you're a man, and a woman came on you, and you weren't interested in them, you'd at least still have that, you know, feeling in your mind of, oh, well, I could have if I wanted to, whereas there is no such thing with um, a gender you are not attracted to. By the way, this is not me endorsing any of this. I don't believe any of this whole shit. I'm just trying to
0: like Indeed. map it out, so to speak. Would you agree with that so far? I think that's like a, a kind of outward manifestation of something deeper hmm. that uh, I would, I would think that it is a either conscious or subconscious um, kind of attitude hmm. uh, or thought. Uh, our way of thinking that, that um, that 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 being gay is uh, wrong, and people should not be gay. Yeah,
1: um, indeed, that can come from yeah. many sources. Like it can be, open, for example, religious, uh, depending on how hardline you are. Even if you're not religious, but you've grown up around it, like it might have like germinated in your brain, so to speak. Again, I'm only speaking mm-hmm. to a specific part of it, and this is very much an incomplete, like you know, uh, Cliff's Notes, like bar that, like, understanding of it. But I'm now going to move on to transphobia, because transphobia, to me, extends or expands upon that idea that I just mentioned, to, I might be attracted to this person, but then I find out there's something they're not, quote-unquote. It's a kind of betrayal or deception, shall we say.
0: Which is part of why uh, trans folks are such an at-risk um, population, because there is... Oftentimes, uh, particularly in very masculine, manly cultures and subcultures, there is a violent repercussion to being, quote-unquote, trapped or tricked by uh, a trans Indeed, person. Indeed, that's why the transphobic uh, trap exists.
1: Yeah. yeah. And this is why bathroom bills exist as well, because they are ostensibly to protect, you know, people from being sexually assaulted in bathrooms, which is a complete logical, like, you know cul-de-sac because there are already laws against that gender is an irrelevance to that
0: yeah people and this is another aspect of it is believing all non-heterosexual you know sexual and gender identities kind of involve like a predation
1: yes that's exactly the word i was going to use that's exactly it so i've again must stress i don't buy into any of this horse shit not a single shred of it to me i i have I have immense respect for trans people because, to me, realising that you are not the person you already should have been from birth, biologically speaking anyway, and moving to change that, despite, well, the inherent hardship of it just in terms of you yourself, and then, of course, how the world would perceive you, potentially. That's one of the bravest, and most honest things I think anyone can do, as opposed to the transphobic view in which it is based in dishonesty. That's Mm. the way I see it. So you might be thinking yourself, why am I going into all this academic nonsense? Because I need to get this on the table to explain how truly vile all of this stuff with Maki is if you take it from the moment that she starts hooking up with Kyoku to the end. Because her sleeping with him, to get him to do what she what he does, sorry, is the transphobic predation belief. It is, you know, a, a, an act of dis- yeah. an act of inherent dishonesty. They're tran- You're right. Uh, Their transpersonal person will sleep with someone else to get them to do something like that. It is an extension of that idea. That alone. The trickery. Yeah. The trickery. Exactly. Exactly. That alone immediately is already pretty reprehensible. But of course, it's something get worse from there. And that's why I'm saying, like, you know, this is also the show and not just Sherlock, the character that is at fault for this. Of the way it's been constructed, it's been designed deliberately to build on that belief of predation and dishonesty.
0: I'm with you, and, I totally, and yeah, it makes me feel as as fucking Oh, mm-hmm. and that's just like the that's, that's the this episode, I, you know, this fucking episode.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, God, I'm gonna have a headache by the end of this. All right, so there's that. There's that. So after Mackie is revealed. Uh, we then get Sherlock's wonderful Racko speech in which he says that you, like, he starts spouting off some absolute horseshit about angels and, you know, you're not a biological <laughs> creature. And I just thought, I just thought, <laughs> right. I just thought, not shut a, the fuck up. <laughs> Man, I, like, do you remember, in fact, you know what? Do you remember when you and I and James Beckett did that episode of Frank's where for the YouTube, uh, like, five-minute repeating animation, we just had Hero being punched over and over? Yes. I want, like, they if we right. ever do that for this Glorious. particular episode of Sherlock, I want it to be Watson punching Sherlock over and over.
0: It, 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 I would enjoy that.
1: Although, to me, like, I think using a two by four would have been more, you know, appropriate response to everything he says. Because I just struck the tip of the iceberg. Like, I'm not even quoting things word for word here necessarily.
0: So, Watson. And I'm staying out of your way because I want you to build to a crescendo. Oh, I'm building. I, I feel I, like I, that's I, what you're doing. This is
1: some fucking Minecraft shit. This is going to be like. This, oh this is going to be like, you know, the fucking Sistine Chapel when it's done. Yeah,
0: I will not be, be the creeper who yeah, shows up unwanted and blows up your shit. I want you to build... I'm
1: going well. full fucking Ozymandias on this shit. Behold my worksheet, <laughs> mighty in despair. So, okay, okay. Sherlock and Watson manage to beat Marky to the other side of the wall. I don't... Who cares about the fucking... Like, they find it. Whatever. Who gives a shit? doesn't matter where it is. I don't care. And this is when Sherlock lays out that he has forensic evidence... Of the fact that Maki had drugged uh, Kyoku, and uh, by matching the fingerprint that had been found on the glass before versus the fingerprint on the um, <clears throat> on the bag that... Have
0: made... yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even do it. He says, "I bet if we compared these, we would find a match." Well, it, well, well, <laughs> well, like... well, Keep keep that
1: idea in mind, actually, because that's going to be relevant to something I'll be discussing in a bit. You're actually on something there, Doc. So mm-hmm. he mentions that now. Keep yeah, keep that in mind. And this is when the Mackeys for starts breaking down, and then, you know, she starts going on about, like, you know, how beautiful all the people she murdered was, blah, 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 blah. Um, All this awful, awful shit, Uh, which, by the way, again, is just, hey, I thought, like, you know, that Jack the Ripper, like, you know, cutting off women's genitals was just there because the show wanted to be edgy, and, well, boy, howdy, was I right. Just not in the way I expected. I thought that was just the wow. writers doing it because they, again, like like I've said before, what happens to women? Like you know, when they get assaulted, they get raped. That's what unimaginative writers do when they create works like this. They just go straight for yeah. what they know in pop culture or just culture in general—is what happens to that particular gender specifically, rather than did anything you... more creative oh, than that. Where they like try to build like some sort of
0: like you know mm-hmm.
1: logic or anything like. It. Anyway, you were saying. Sorry. Did
0: you did did you catch? The briefest of mentions in the subtitles, in the in the text, not anything we've been shown, but a mention. Yes, Jack yeah, the Ripper. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Maki has indeed also murdered men and done the same thing, and I feel like that is the show trying to get out in front of the um accusation that it is misogynistic that is
1: not the last time it will do that because i'm gonna i'm gonna be getting into that soon but i'm just gonna, and let me do, I, i'm just i'm just like... gonna point out by the way oh. if that if that's the way the show wants to play it that to me is like going to an, an interview saying that you're a sex offender but saying it's okay because you attended church when you're a kid fuck off
0: i'm sorry yeah i mean it's like it's just going like you know i um i'm cool with women it's just these other people fuck's I'm sake like, really. okay that doesn't uh it doesn't wash one way or the other. Do you give yourself any credit there? No, it, <laughs> does, it, does, it, does, not, it does not wash it one way. It felt like a throw-in, too. It's not like, you know, anyway, whatever. You p-
1: please continue. It would have been nice if we'd have actually seen that, as you say. All right, so this is the point where Marky starts breaking down and then breaks into a male voice and, you know, starts going about all the other stuff. This is kind of the Buffalo Bill shit, basically. Now, before I go any further, I need to point something out because I know that people are going to come up with counter-arguments for this, such as, well, what's wrong with having a trans villain? What's wrong with having a gay villain? Now, I've actually discussed this on the podcast before, and I'm going to point this out. There is not anything inherently wrong with that, but works of fiction are not created in a vacuum. They exist in the times and the culture that they were made in. So I actually do think that it's less reasonable to have a gay or a trans villain than it is to have a straight villain, because to put it mildly, you know, they are minorities that are not treated equitably by culture at large. It, you know when we get and when we get to the point you know in which there is truly equitable I'm not talking just in legal terms eh I'm talking as in way people act then you know I'd be more okay with that or if you want to get even more specific if in the terms of the show itself the show was much more charitable to the rest of its trans characters such as Mrs Hudson
0: yep then I would be more okay with this but it's not yeah and how yeah how about can we just bring up the fucking average a little bit of like trans characters that are neither the uh, butt of jokes or tragic villains. How about we just do that for a yeah. while? Yeah, how, how, how about, how about, novel
1: idea, crazy idea, folks. I, I know you're going to, it's going to blow your minds out. How about, I know it's going to sound insane, we treat them like normal human beings. Oh, God. Blow your fucking brains part. out, didn't that? Oh, that's my a, God. That's
0: a bridge. That's a bridge we can't cross. No, but seriously, like, there's also, like degrees of sin right there's it's one thing if um kind of the villain of the show happens to be one of the um pipe cat ladies um and there were backstory reasons some kind of financial thing or being used by she was being used by the government but like for reasons that were different because it felt like it felt like the villainy was absolutely wrapped up in her transness it was her criminal acts were a kind of outward manifestation of the rage and uh, the rage that she felt at her own body and for that reason it feels like this is a universal uh swipe all trans people again, like I said before, fact... builds
1: on the builds on the core like elements of transphobia,
0: like the predation fear. Mm-hmm. The fact that, and this is really disgusting. Content warning for a graphic description of a disgusting act here, but the fact that Maki ate the wounds of the women mm-hmm. is just like I don't, th- I don't think that you could. It's basically the show, like, writing on a giant poster board, like, this is a transphobic show. Like, this is just, like, transphobia-given character. Like, we have, like, you know what I mean? Like, this, like, person who, uh, because, like, they have these weird feelings of wanting to be the other gender and change their sex. They're, like, trying to, like, they're dangerous because they're trying to fulfill this really abstract idea in these horrible violent ways and that's the logical consequence of what they do and like just a a, a person who was uh has you know genitalia that are male trying to consume a womb. i mean i think that image sort of speaks for itself in my opinion mm-hmm. yep all right so
1: let's get on to the next bit because this again is going to be another case you actually said before by the way that the show like was trying already to build in counter arguments or excuses for itself and here's the next one this is the big one that i suspect a lot of people will point to and i'm going to tell you why this is complete bollocks so sherlock starts laying into mackie like accusing her of having a small dick and like you know why didn't you cut it off you are a coward all of this awful awful stuff now i'm going to get back to that in itself in a minute because i actually i'm going to go out on a limb here and say i actually don't think it's possible for sherlock holmes as a character to be transphobic inherently you might think I'm crazy on that, because we've obviously got that here, but I'll explain in a bit when we talk about what Sherlock Holmes is in terms of like both as a mythos ah, and also okay. like what the character is meant to represent. But we'll come mm-hmm. we'll come to that. But here's the thing, right? Sherlock does that, and then Marky again like loses his shit, starts confessing all this stuff, and it turns out Sherlock has God, been you've
0: just like, oh, that point you just made, like, it's so fucking true god I didn't think of it it's so fucking annoying Shadon oh my god it's like fucking Rouge V or like I don't know uh Black Pigeon Speaks were like well I'm gonna show you who a smart I'm gonna create the smart the smartest one like the smartest Sherlock who's all about like fucking facts over feelings some Ben Shapiro shit science and it's like they don't know what the fucking science says no rational well, well, fucking Sherlock would
1: not god damn it no rational Sherlock, Sherlock yeah rational Sherlock would not engage in irrational behaviour like being transphobic indeed Sherlock Anti actually Sherlock actually says it's a, it's a complex and like yeah so it's got nothing to do with the trans, trans nature then there you go congrats Sherlock you're kind of onto something there who'd have thought you as a detective would do that um, but anyway Uh, Yeah, like that to me, like I'll I'll explain now actually before I go back to talking about the confession thing. Sherlock Holmes, as a series, as as a as a mythos, as a canon, as a work of fiction, like original by Cornell, it was a champion of the idea of rational thinking over all else, that you know problems can be solved with logic, deduction, and induction. Transphobia is inherently irrational. It is antithetical mm-hmm. to the very construction of Sherlock as a character and as its original material. You cannot make Sherlock transphobic. Um, at which point he ceases to be Sherlock. That's my view on it. Yeah, you can't exactly. you can't he, do that. He, yeah.
0: He becomes like fanfic, uh you know, YouTuber Sherlock. I'm like, oh just, you know, here's here's what the evidence is, you SJW cucks it's like fucking no like acquaint yourself with the science yeah i mean biology, i mean, I know that the psychology i know that
1: <laughs> i know that a lot of depictions of sherlock have made him like socially awkward and often quite gracing but i can't recall a time i've ever seen interpretation of the character that goes to the level that this inversion does
0: I mean, what's next, right? The uh, the fucking like Sherlock. That's like you know the Bell Curve is this oh, great book, he's like all about race, science, and IQ. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I nonsense.
1: I, I look. I could say like I know that the, there have been many versions of the character that have graced like that in the like well rather that have been gracing in the past. Not least of which again being the Stephen Moffat version, who's a smug, self centered piece of shit. But like I say though, that doesn't go anywhere near to the extreme that happens here. And, okay, let's now that I've got that out of the way, let's talk about the idea of getting a confession. Firstly, are they going to legitimately take Jack the Ripper to the police, when the police themselves have shown no, little to no involvement in the show thus far, and are also on Ward Mayor Morin's like, paycheck? I don't think so. Seems doubtful. But even if they did, they already have a better load of evidence, which is, of course, the fingerprints. You know... Why, why do they need a confession? What the fuck's the point? They've already got, like, this far. And thirdly, like, as happens in the episode, like, th- these guys are looking out for them. So this is what I've said all along. Like, why does this ecosystem with these detectives exist if the, the police aren't going to get involved anyway? So obviously, whatever justice is going to be meted will be dealt with by them. And it turns out that's true, because Moriarty kills her. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so why... The confession's completely unnecessary... Just in terms of like making sense for the plot, but I'm gonna go. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go beyond that. It also that.
0: didn't make sense. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say it also sort of to me didn't make sense from Maki's perspective in that she was very like, "I'm gonna kill you," and then Sherlock's like, "Well, I just got you saying that," and it's like, "Why does that?" And, and then she deflates like a balloon instead of being like, "Well, I'm gonna kill you and smash your fucking tape recorder." Easy, you, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Easy enough. I mean, you know,
1: but um. <clears throat> I'm going to go one further than that. So the confession to me, like, could be read as an excuse for why Sherlock is saying what he's saying. You know, I'm going to get a rise out of Mackie so that she says and confesses to all the horrible murders that she's done. You could use that as an excuse, in theory. But it doesn't wash, and I'll tell you why it doesn't wash. You and I, Doc, have discussed in the past the idea of diegetics, like, you know, how something is explained in universe to have it make sense and yet that doesn't excuse like you know the intentions of the writers for example like you know oh these orcs always rape everyone because that's their culture like no it isn't they've made this fiction you know <laughs> get with the fucking program yeah. this applies here as well because spoiler alert the confession becomes irrelevant the moment that maki is killed and the writers knew this ahead of time because they were the ones who of course wrote in that she was then killed by moriarty so the confession only exists and only functions in this story as an excuse to have Sherlock say what he says, not for any actual way of moving the plot along whatsoever. It is the writer's explicit admission and confession of their own, ironically, that they knew they were writing transphobic shit in here and they were trying to play a guess out of jail free card. The only problem was that they played an Uno card in a game of poker. Fuck Fuckwit. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, draw four, bitches. I don't know. God, I can't. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. They just wanted to, like, you know, rub it in. Yeah, I guess exactly. It, the, the
1: confession is an irrelevance. It only exists, as I say, to try and give Sherlock an in-universe out for why he's saying what he's saying. But it doesn't work. If you think about it for even a second, like I say, like it's it doesn't matter in the end. So who gives a fuck? It's just literally there to give him an out that doesn't even work. It's fucking pathetic. Like this is the thing I find when I cover shows like this in Shield Hero that they can't even like give themselves. I mean, there obviously are no good excuses, but they don't even try. They don't even put in the barest amount of effort that you know doesn't make them look like gossamer thin excuses for the awful awful shit that they put in. So. Nice try Sherlock. a lot, but the thing is like, you know, when you make a mystery show, you're trying to, you know, also make people pay more attention, so people end up noticing things like this. Right. Right. Maybe you should be writing that. Maybe you should be cleaning
0: toilets, people who made this show? Just a thought. More your speed. So just in case I blacked out for a minute because I was so angry. The the main excuse I, I think people would have for his cruelty is that he's trying to goad her into some kind of reaction. Like
1: he's got no personal involvement though. <laughs> but here's here's the thing, yeah. like let's let me lead into the final point. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> let me lead into the final point. You, you had actually said before, like you no, know, that we gain nothing by not talking about or having this stuff in fiction as long as it serves a reasonable purpose. And there is a get out of jail free card so blindingly obvious, so like as bright and apparent as the neon of Kabukicho itself waxing lyrical here, that hey. they could have just literally done this with a control f and most of my problems with this was m- maybe disappeared and do you want to know what that is that find and replace if they had moriarty saying all these things instead of sherlock hmm think about that for a second okay. it's his sister that was murdered he's only a fucking kid he doesn't know any better and he, in the end, does the awful thing that capstones this whole whole thing. And he, we're not then meant to like or sympathise with him.
0: It wouldn't be cute though. No, it, it, or it already has to be cute. Well,
1: no, but do you see what <laughs> I mean? No, like that's small. That's James. right there. They wouldn't even need to change any of the dialogue, and it would be fine. Well, not fine, yeah. quote unquote.
0: Right. But it would make but, more but it sense. Would make...
1: Exactly. Yeah. It it would then gel with his later action. Yeah. And, as you said, though, Sherlock, as a character, because he's always right, all the time, like, that's when he starts being a mouthpiece. That's when he starts being, like, you know, this avatar of of reason and logic. And, therefore, anything that he says must, therefore, follow to also be true and fair and accurate, which we, of Mm -hmm. course, know is not the case. So, that's why that's there. Like, because he exists as a mouthpiece for the writers,
0: fuck you know I, just like in in a such a you use the phrase gossamer thin I don't even know if it's it veiled at all it, in, at this point it just really like you know if they had animated him like going into a spasm and then blinking and his eyes were a different color because he'd been possessed by the writer <laughs> like that would have been basically what was happening mm-hmm. I mean it's just like here are our opinions these people suck like I, yeah, I mean it was it, it was just, it all was just so Needlessly cruel and heinous And as I said, like it's Maybe we'll I spe- really don't think I really, really don't think that The argument that this is only about Maki and not about Trans people in general, like has a leg to stand There's on There's transphobic humour in the, the OP That done. plays
1: every single week There is no yeah. argument against this That this isn't transphobic I'm done playing nice to people who want to say that it isn't I know I said before, like, you know, if you feel differently as well, but I can't fathom what explanation you would give to try and make this, like, you know, not come across as transphobic because it's just her as opposed to, like, you know, all the other characters. I mean, pop quiz for you, Doc. What's the name of Maki's two friends who are the other trans sex workers? <laughs> no idea. No idea, because they don't matter. Mrs. Hudson is, like, even episode 12, waving her ass around, like, you know, gaining the way of everyone, <laughs> violating people's space. What more the fuck do you want yeah, me to creeping say? Creeping
0: everybody out. What? what? Even, like, <laughs> lesbian characters being creeped out by Mrs. Uh, just. I want to stick two fingers down my throat and puke. It's just. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Can we, like, bra- flush our brains on this show? It's yep. going to take
1: a lot of um... eye-proof alcohols to do that, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I had
0: Absinthe for New Year. Maybe
1: I'll go get my friend who you know, yeah, gave me that to give, the me, bottle. Give, me a, give me that. And I'll, like, right, I've got a shot glass or I've got the ball. Ball not even a two second decision on that but yeah there's not a single element of this entire thing that isn't awful or wretched or vile or disgusting or crass it's all meticulously constructed from satire or at least the writers think so anyway to put that point across mm-hmm. and if you think like to yourself oh you know like we're meant to feel some vicarious justices we barely knew I mean Alex's like, you know, relation to Moriarty wasn't confirmed until this very same episode. I
0: know Moriarty yeah. himself
1: has not really been like he's had like troubles, oh no, like that's not enough. That is yeah. not enough.
0: The the bare facts are not enough to make us
1: create yeah. that empathy. No, they're not. They, and that's why in turn they resort to things like having the graphic manner in which, you know, Alex is, you know, mutilated, because that provokes it's kind like, of like, you know, tabloid mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the kind of way Inner this is. Dad. Yeah, it's like like, <laughs> out. like 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 you know this thing was written by the guys who write the fucking Sun tabloid in my country. Ooh. and do you want so and, like what did oh, you? Th- oh, i one final Go thing. On. And do you want to know what all this is made of, folks? Do you want to know what all this is made of? It's made of the thing that I said at the very beginning was why I had problems with the idea of bringing Sherlock over in general because of the baggage it brings. It's to make Moriarty turn bad and hey i can understand how he came to this point don't get me wrong but if th- you've gone through all of this effort all of this incredibly ill-intentioned and misplaced effort at that to turn yeah. james moriarty the most famous villain arguably in western fiction say for batman's joker to turn him evil i don't know what to fucking tell you other than to stop writing It shouldn't take this to get to this point. There are a million and one ways you could have written this story differently to get James fucking Moriarty to turn evil.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I guess we're supposed to sort of be like sympathizing with him despite him being on the wrong side of the law. And uh, as you mentioned in Discord, taken to not a juvenile detention center, (laughs) it seems. Um, How did you feel about him... Covering up his father's crime.
1: I I couldn't, I don't care. Like, the the thing is, right, like, the thing I was going to mention as well, like, the final, final, final thing I'll say is that you remember how I think it might very well have been Frank's actually, where we got to, like, you know, or it was something else. Actually, no, I'm going to mention a different show, a good one. It's like with Erased uh, and also with, like, Violent Evergarden. Like, those shows suffer from the same problem, which is that they kind of end before they end. Like the, mm-hmm. the main through line, the narrative and dramatic through line of them just kind of peters out around the eighth episode. There is no connective tissue left at the end of episode eleven as to like the w- presence of the wall, Morin's activities, or anything like that.
0: He was except, <laughs> except the stupid ending scene. Oh, the, the Uggabugabound. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. I'm giving very serious thoughts,
1: easy uh, your wife. It looked
0: like a like a kaiji character. <laughs> I, I, With a giant face and eyes. You,
1: you know, you know, you're creatively bankrupt when you're relying on a cheap, like you know, horror movie
0: jump scare like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, spooky man in a cell. Ah!
0: So I could, in a different show, I could see the idea of James Moriarty. Like, if this was not James Moriarty, right? If if then it was a different show of sort of young character who is estranged from their father, but feel something still deep down for them, such that they don't want to expose them, their criminal behavior and destroying the data. Like I could sort of think that that was interesting and feel some sympathy and, you know, have some kind of investment in that. But like we're halfway through this garbage show and it is a garbage show filled with garbage. Yeah, and acted out by characters who were garbage. So, like, I just, I don't care. But, like, that kind of plot point, that, that story beat abstracted from the rest of it, is a good story beat. Um, but I just, you know, the show, I care about nothing in it, so.
1: It needed more build-up, though. Like, I mean, Jane, Moriarty, like, disconnected from him just being Moriarty and the baggage that brings him. Like, this is why, I mean, I snorted that. Like, Jay's Moriarty turns band <laughs> the Sherlock adaptation. whoop de fuck he do? What else are you going to surprise me with? Jesus Christ, Take takes you all day well, to Watson figure Watson
0: does officially become his assistant, which, very shocking. I, I, I laughed <laughs> at that, and not because of the reason that, you know, they wanted to,
1: because I could be of use to you, and, like, how many times has that happened? I mean, they, they stray credulity of that, like, with the insert shot of him actually punching Sherlock in the face. And yeah. also everything that we have yeah.
0: seen, which shows that Watson's got... And hey, that scene, Sherlock apologized in the most, like, informal... Kind of way that you could between two dudes who are working together.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no explanation of the ghost thing, whatever. But I don't know what else. I really, I don't really know what else I have to say. Like, the, I think we're done. I think we really, I think, I think we really are done. Yep. Like in every respect. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yep. also on top it's... of that, like I, I know I said I wasn't really gonna talk about episode twelve, but let's just cover two quick things. Like, if you want to, okay. if you want to know how much this show cares about Kyoku, like who was, as I say. I suppose sexually manipulated and gaslit and also drugged. All we see of him and all we see of the characters in fact no. All we see of him is him huddling like you know Marky it can't be true like okay that's pretty tragic. Do any of the actual characters give a shit about him? Nope. Moving on. No one like checks in on him like no one recognises that hey he's gone through some pretty rough shit no, I guess that's what you. What
0: happens when you're an asshole to people? <laughs> he,
1: look, he wasn't so much of an asshole that he deserved what he got, in my opinion. No,
0: well, you're you're 100 right. I'm being glib. <laughs> you're very correct. Well, that's, that's
1: that's that's me all over right now. So okay, there's that. And and the thing is right. This entire episode focuses on them trying to locate the pipe cat, which goes missing. Ha ha! We gotta get that pipe. Gotta get that. <laughs> gotta get that pipe to beat the show to death with. <laughs> um. If ever you wanted admission on the part of a show's creators that they have run out of ideas or ways to make you care, like we should have some real narrative momentum from the end of that episode where Moriarty has literally just killed Jack the Ripper, Maki, and is covered in her blood, and then we cut to a week later and everyone's kind of meh about it. This should be a big fucking like deal. Is, yeah. There should be a lot of soul searching going on here. Why do none of the actual trans characters who like new Marky get any lines about how they feel about the fact that she turned out to be Jack the Ripper? I know. Mrs. Hudson kind of sh- saw gets some of that, but then spends the time like, hey, you're all going to find my missing cat. Like, <laughs> this is not appropriate. This The, 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 the tone is like tone is for cowards according to this show like you know i know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards that's that's tone consistency for cowards. yeah
0: exactly yeah exactly it is the biggest like goalkeeper kicking the ball along like kind of thing right i mean not wanting to to build anything off of what just happened and it really does feel like a lame attempt to be like a cowboy bebop episode honestly (sighs) because in construction it really does kind of feel like that but um it just, it gets, it's pretty, uh, but not interesting mm. in any way to me. <sighs> and, you know, the detectives all look like fools. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not like they're silly bounty hunters who we've grown to love and have affection for. They're all supposed to be like detectives, and then none of them can catch this freaking cat who, like, is in their immediate vicinity at one point or another mm. throughout the episode. And I'm, then they all, yeah. like, give us... They they all kind of crap on Sherlock's Arakugo. How did you feel about that?
1: I just wanted... To, I, I really, at that point, just wanted to start drinking lighter fluid. <laughs> it was just enough. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- that's <laughs> the thing. Like, any any good feelings or any indifferent feelings I might have to episode 12 that on, in a vacuum, I suppose, was just kind of there. Like, I, I actually felt actively hostile to it after episode 11.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Sorry, Sherlock uh Kabika Show Sherlock creators. Uh you shot on my rug and I didn't like it. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. (laughs) And you set it on fire. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's left a really nasty smell everywhere. I'm I'm just gonna end on this, right? Like would be people would be listener at home, like take look at these two episodes back to back and just consider the plots of them. Mass Murderer, who you know devours people like the wombs of the women that they kill and cuts off their genitals is found and executed in a street justice moment by a 16 year old boy versus wacky antics of finding a missing cat (laughs) if ever you needed evidence that the show's creators do not have a fucking clue between them of what they're doing that's it in a nutshell yeah and
0: the kyogoku scene to me indicates that not that much time has passed between 11 and 12. I
1: I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, it's, I really don't. Yeah, this this, uh-huh. this show, thank, this, thank this God entire... We
0: are like, yeah,
1: I know. This entire fucking stopping. show is just secondhand bodily fluids. That's what
0: it's made of. <laughs> That's
1: all I'm going to say, well, and I'm
0: done. Fuck look, this. Old Yeller is behind the shed, and we have loaded the shotgun. Uh, it's time to put him down. So click, click, boom, boom, double tap to be sure. High five. (laughs) We're not even even
1: sad about it. We're doing it gleefully. Yeah,
0: we did it. Jesus Christ. Uh, Goodbye, Sherlock. Hello, Jeweler Richard. Uh, Hopefully this will be a better, you know, case file. Is it called the case file of Jewel Richard? Because that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> oh,
1: well, you know what we're like with coincidences in this podcast and, like, linked together <laughs> things. It, it <laughs> wouldn't know. be out of the ordinary. Well, uh, before we leave, though, Doc, like, I've spoken at length here. Like, I've probably taken up most of the runtime, game my points across. Do you have anything you want to add about Episode 11 in particular that I've not covered?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I I felt like I got to say my piece. Um, You know, you got to kind of lead on the talking points, but I really do feel like I got to chime in on every one of them and kind of add my two cents. in. I, I think my opinion on this episode and the show as a whole is very known and I feel satisfied with the way that I put it out there. So I am ready to, to shuffle off this mortal coil. That is Kabuchiko. Yeah. Kabu- Dad, I did it right there at the end. Kabuki. Oh, you do <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sure, crocker shit who gives a fuck honestly I, yeah. I, I am the same I, and the sad thing is like I said this with S.H.I.E.L.D. here and I'll say it here as well because I genuinely believe this to be true in 99% of all anime that I ever cover that I don't end up liking which is I can see in an alternate like you know bizarro universe how this could have been good if not great if this for mm. example had been created by actual trans authors you know, who have a love, you know, for trans people. For... Can you imagine, like, how amazing this show would have been? Hell, I've actually seen trans characters on Barry in anime, like Hannah from Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah. Same kind of principle, you know, works in the club and all that. You know, treated with a substantial, not even substantial, a substantial, rumble, like an infinitesimal amount more dignity than any of the trans characters, not even, not including Maki, were in this one. The ones we're supposed to like. And Anim-
0: yeah, much anime, Yeah, anime has shown anime has shown that it can do this kind of thing right and be sensitive, uh and not a giant fucking hateful asshole. So the show doesn't really have any excuse. The
1: show has excuses. They're just the kind that are made by a five year old when you know uh, like you know it's they've not done their chores the Pathetic and like easily see through kind. All right, I'm done. Oh, I'm done. All fuck right. it. Yep, we're out. Yep. Uh, we're done.
0: All right, so patrons who are listening to this first, uh, so in second stream, Kabuki Cho Sherlock, we are not mad at you for voting for this. We also thought it would be interesting, and that's why we put it on the poll. Mm-hmm. But now we've come to the end of this journey. Thank you, those of you who have stuck with us throughout, mm-hmm. and uh, we are glad again that you have voted on a new show for us to cover, and we don't have to finish this. The Case File Jeweler Richard, I believe it's called. jeweler Richard, we know, but I think it's the Case File. Anyway, Jeweler Richard, uh, on this very second stream. So we will be starting that uh next week. And uh for the thank you before again, all patrons, you guys are great.
1: Before we go, I'll add in on uh what you're saying about that with the patrons. I'm absolutely agreeing with Doc. Like for all that I didn't like this show in the end, I don't regret covering it because While we here at Worry Desha, we're still niche, we're still small fry and all that. We don't gain anything, as much as we don't gain anything from, you know, not having shows to begin with that feature things like transphobia, homophobia, or racism because they are topics worth covering. Similarly, Mm -hmm. there is nothing to be gained from ignoring or not talking about shows that have deep-rooted problems like this, where they are endorsing those viewpoints. Granted, we're, as yeah. I say, not mm-hmm. the biggest fry. We're not, you know, the biggest audience. Uh, sorry, the, you know, the biggest mouthpieces for criticisms of this stuff. But no one gains from not talking about it. So... Yeah, as... as I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, no, so uh, just to finish off, like, so I'm totally happy to have covered this. I'm glad I did. You know, mm-hmm. I can't subsist on a diet of anime all the time as a critic, which is only stuff I like. I can't live in that kind of bubble. I'd rather be challenged and even be offended. You know, if not least because people might find it amusing, but also because stuff like this does deserve, you know, exposure to sunlight, so to speak.
0: Yeah, um, if you believe that there is an art to criticism, then I think uh, in the same way that creators, artists, um, ought to kind of have a variety of influences and things that they consume, uh, the critic should also... Um, it's only helpful, I think, to watch not just good shows but bad, not just new shows but old, to uh, broaden the palette, to uh, kind of acquaint yourself with visual language and tropes and all kinds of things that, like you said, challenge you and kind of help further develop that art of criticism. So I agree with you. As much as I wanted to like stop doing this, I'm by no means regretful that uh we have engaged in coverage of this and i hope that we have um i don't know this been beneficial to folks uh in some way or other um uh you know it'll it'll
1: be material for when i talk to my therapist in a year's time (laughs) tell me about the time (laughs) that you covered caboose show show well boy howdy can i because i've got 12 hours
0: of it lined up on youtube yeah let's get settled (laughs) for you to make a lot of money (laughs) um so yeah patrons thank you uh, as always, uh, and if you are listening to this on the uh, the public, non-patron feed, first of all, you're valid too. We understand that not everybody can be a patron, um, so that is entirely cool. We still are our buds. Time's to and, type, and indeed, and we thank you for listening as well, and uh, hope that you're all ready for uh, Jeweler Richard, because because uh, I know I am. Hell yeah, I'm um, in for it. But, uh, yep, I do Kabuki Cho. And, uh, with that, uh, for Shadon, Fuck you very much, Kabuki fi- Cho. <laughs> <laughs> yep, who you can find on Twitter at Shadon1010. And for myself, you can find on Twitter at The Subtle Doctor. I will just say, embrace each other, everyone, to the ends of the universe. Good night.